My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. Well, if you're not on your feet, you ought to be. Praise God so that you can say or sing it. I've been washed. Hallelujah. In the blood of the Lamb. Praise God. Amen. I thank God when that day came. Praise God. When I was to be washed. Hallelujah. By blood. Much more precious than anything else. Hallelujah. And I thank God today that I recognize and realize what God has done. For God so loved the world, praise God, that he gave his only begotten son. And I thank God as our holy sister is singing and praise God. Amen. That, yeah, hallelujah, to be washed since Jesus came. Amen. I gave up the old life. Praise God. Amen. And I'm satisfied now with Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. Like I said, if you're not on your feet, you ought to be to give God praise and to give God glory for who he is and for what he has done for you and I today. Praise God. Amen. This is what, amen, God has, hallelujah, predestinated since the beginning. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can be a living proof that God is alive. Praise God. And he's alive and he's alive in me. Amen. That Jesus Christ is alive and Jesus Christ lives in me. Hallelujah. He's not down the street somewhere. He's not around the corner, but he is is in me. Praise God. Can someone say in me? Hallelujah. I thank God for that blessing. Praise God. You're listening to a live stream, live stream uh, program or a broadcast from the house of God here in Montreal. We just finished in French. We were going on the air for a couple hours and a few minutes ago, and now we're starting the English uh, broadcast or the English portion of our of, of what God has for you and I today, praise God, amen. What the Spirit of the Lord does, has to say unto the churches, praise God, amen. So I'm going to pray that there's going to be ears open to hear, eyes open to see, hearts open to receive or to perceive as the Bible says, and I thank God that we will all be blessed. So Share this link with your friends and family so that they too will have the opportunity that you have to be blessed with the Word of God. Amen. My name is Lincoln, and I'd like to welcome every one of you. Praise God. And um, within the next couple of minutes, as people realize it's time for the broadcast, it's time to, amen, to lay aside those things which uh, we can do later. Amen. If there's going to be a later, we can just do them later and we can choose what is necessary, what is needful, and that is to be at the feet of Jesus Christ. Praise God. And I thank God for that blessing. Praise God, which we have today that we do have a place 
where we can gather. We do have a place where we can assemble. Amen. We do have a place where we are not gathering and not assembling in vain or for nothing. Praise God. The Bible says, amen, to come into his presence, amen, with thanksgiving, to enter his courts with praise. Hallelujah. And as we have done that, amen, praise him on the organs. Praise God. We're missing the strings and the cymbals and the high-sounding cymbals, but amen, I trust that home you've been clapping or getting your feet up off the ground to serve the Lord with the dance, to sing unto him a new song, and we had a new song this week. Amen. Thanks to our brother John and sister Linda. Hallelujah for that course of who Jesus is in our life. Praise God. And all these things are scriptural and biblical. So I thank God today, praise God, that if you have that opportunity to open up this book, amen, to open up the Bible and begin to read what thus say the Lord, and you're going to see him, and it's very clear who we are in Christ. It's very clear what God wants us to be today. Praise God. And I thank God this is making the difference in lives. Hallelujah. All over. Praise God. As people call upon God. Amen. Listen to the, what the man of God, amen, prophet Isaiah. I'm going to read one verse. Uh, I'll begin by reading one verse anyways in chapter 51. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Listen to the second half. Look unto the rock whence ye are hewn. Hey, Amen. His name is? Hallelujah. I thank God when I look at that rock, praise God. Amen. This is what, you know, I'm not... I may have come into this world and looking like mom and dad for whatever efforts that they put into it. Amen. But when, now that Jesus Christ says, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Amen. There's a new birth. Amen. Peter used the words reborn. Praise God. And I thank God today. This is what makes a difference. Praise God. It takes me out of this world and it puts me in Christ. If any man, if any woman be in Christ. Hallelujah. I mean, we're looking at how we see ourselves in Christ. Praise God. Amen. We can be told all kinds of things, but I thank God today. I see myself, amen, as I read it in the Word of God, as I read it in the Bible. Praise God. This is how I see myself. I see myself blessed. Praise God, according to his promise, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I see myself healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I see myself free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Amen. This is how I see myself. Praise God. I don't see myself down and defeated. I see myself standing, praise God, on a rock. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And these are scriptures. We've been looking at these things for a couple of weeks, and we're going to continue looking at this today. Praise God. This is where, this is how I see myself. This is who I am. Amen. Now, the devil may have a different picture. He may want me to think of myself in a different category, but the report that I believe, amen, is the report which cometh from above. The report, hallelujah, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, Peter. Amen. But this has come, praise God, from my God, from my Father in heaven, praise God. And that's the report that I believe today. Praise God. Amen. So if you stay tuned for the next few minutes, the next hour or so. Hallelujah. There'll be a lot more of the Word of God. Amen. A lot more truth, a lot more of the blessing coming your way. Praise God. So, uh, as again, uh, uh, I welcome you. Amen. Whatever social media platform that you're listening on, welcome, welcome, welcome into the presence of a holy God, into the presence of a living God, into the presence of the Most High. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Above any other. Praise God. I thank God today. So right off, amen, right from the start, we'll make it clear I'm here, amen, for one purpose. 
His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm not going to lift up any other name. I may mention some, but that's just to knock them down off their pedestals. Amen. Like the Philistine God that was found flat in his face. Amen. The God Dagon. Amen. He was flat on his face, standing before a holy God and a living God. Amen. In the presence of God, that's what happens. Amen. Face first on the ground. Praise God. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can be. Hallelujah. Amen. As the Bible says, if you notice the title, Dominion Over Sin, that's been the general title for the third week in a row. But the subtitle this week is Access by Faith. So we, by by faith, sorry, Access by Faith. So we, when we know that we have access, that we have opportunity, that we have the the promise, and not only to live these things, but to be partakers of these things, when we accept that as truth, when we accept that coming out of the mouth of God, hallelujah our life changes praise God our mind changes amen though our word the 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 who we are changes hallelujah when we have when we know that this has been promised to us by God by a God who's faithful to his word I thank God all we have to do is to accept it and receive it Amen. And I thank God. So here I am today, and here we are together. We're going to go into the Word of God, and we're going to look at more, amen, of what God has for us. Amen. We're going to look at more of what God has in store for us, and we're going to accept it, we're going to receive it, and we're going to be blessed by it. Amen. Well, it's time to pray. If you share this link, that others will be with you, that others will be with us, rather, amen, or in your household, get them out of the basement, get them out of their bedrooms, get them out of the kitchen, amen, so that we can be found where the Word of God will be blessed and without interruption, praise God. Thank God for the technology that we have at hand and that everything, praise God, will be a a blessing to us and will not start falling apart. The devil is a liar, praise God. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank God for this day which you have given us. I thank God for the message which we heard in French without interruption, without distraction. Souls coming to the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord, and I thank God today as we change our language, as we go into the English language. And with this technology, as we go across this nation, I thank God today for the blessing of your word once again that's there for each and every one of us today. Praise God. I thank God, Lord, that we can be blessed with your word. It is words of spirit and of life. It doesn't matter what's falling apart, what's breaking down, what's collapsing. It doesn't matter what is taking place around us. But I thank God today, praise God, because your word in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. I thank God today. That word is in us. Praise God. That word is making a difference in our lives. And I thank God today for everyone listening within the sound of my voice. Praise God. Amen. I pray that ears will be open to hear. I pray that eyes will be open to see. I pray that, amen, our hearts will be open to perceive and to receive what thus saith the Lord today. Praise God. It doesn't matter what somebody else is saying. It doesn't matter who says what, but you have said it, Lord. And I thank God today, praise God, that this blessing belongs to each and every one of us because not only have we accepting, amen, not only as we are receiving, as the Bible teaches us, as many as received, to them he gave them power to become the sons of God. And I thank God today for this power that's in my brothers and sisters in Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank God for the message which we are about to receive. It's going to change lives. It's going to transform lives. And I thank God today, praise God. God, we are not in vain, for I am, we are not standing in vain, we are not working in vain, our labor is not in vain today, praise God, but I stand not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God, and this power is needed, and this power is required in the lives of every single person, praise God, amen, we're here as Jesus, when Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, Lord, I thank God that we can continue 
Hallelujah. With that, in that direction, we can continue destroying the works of the devil, destroying sin, destroying disobedience, Lord. Praise God that you be glorified, that the kingdom of God be glorified. Hallelujah. With souls being added to it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Lord, I thank God. Whatever the need is, praise God amongst our Brothers and sisters, tell my sister, I thank God today, praise God, that as, as we call upon you, amen, touch my sister Helen, in the name of Jesus, as she recovers, praise God, amen, today serving you, praise God, with no more illness, praise God, bring back, amen, the colors of her flesh as it should be, in Jesus' name, praise God, amen, my cousin Thomas, amen, walking about and eating, uh, eating food uh, today, for the past couple of days, amen, receive your healing now, in the name of Jesus, and anyone else, praise God, amen, be up to our young children, in the Jesus' name, praise God, amen, in the school system as they get ready to go back to school tomorrow, that they be blessed and protected, praise God, by your word, by your spirit, hallelujah, with a mind to serve you and not to fall in love with the things of this world, not to fall in love with what the world has to offer, but to continue in their first love in the name of Jesus, praise God. Touch my sister Pauline, what tried to land on her flesh today in the name of Jesus. Our organs go back, her organs go back, amen, into where, amen, they, where they should be and they stay in the name of Jesus, praise Praise God. Be with all the saints. Hallelujah. Across this nation. In Jesus' name, praise God. I thank God today, praise God, as we call upon you. My brothers and sisters, we are blessed according to your word in Jesus' name. Touch my little brother Norman, wherever he is at today, and his sister, wherever she may be, in Jesus' name, the devil, amen, trying to, trying to take back what once was his, but no, in the name of Jesus. These souls, hallelujah, are saved. These souls are sanctified. These souls are protected by your spirit, Lord, and it makes a difference, praise God, in our young, in all the young lives. I pray for my young brothers and sisters that they resist the temptation, that they resist the thoughts that are coming their way in the name of Jesus, and that they stand and stand strong, and having done all to stand, they stand therefore. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God having their loins girt, having that helmet of salvation upon their head, that protection that they need, the breastplate of righteousness, Lord, having their feet shod in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. One hand has the sword of the spirit, the other hand has your shield of faith. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Amen. We come against the wiles of the devil. Amen. We come against, we quench every fiery dart that he may be throwing or aiming at us in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what he uses. No weapon form shall prosper. And I thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah. It's not the devil's side. It's not his minions. It's not his demons that are, that are forging ahead. It is us, praise God. We are prosperous as we make our way on the way which leadeth unto life. We are blessed as we stay on that way, as we walk in the light, praise God. Having come, out, coming up, having come out of darkness to be found into, to be brought over into your marvelous light day, Lord. I thank God. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Praise God in Jesus' name to call upon you. Praise God. It's a blessing to confess Jesus Christ. It's a blessing, praise God. Blessing after blessing from glory to glory. Hallelujah. From victory to victory. I thank God today for your word, which is alive in each and every one of us today. Praise God. As this message comes forth, I pray every word will find its way into good ground. It shall not be spoken in vain. It shall be a blessing, praise God, to all those who have ears to hear. For ye are blessed, the prophet, the man of God said, because you have ears to hear. Praise God. My brothers and sisters, be blessed. Blessed with about with what we are about to receive, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise his holy name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I thank God. Praise God for his word everlasting. Praise his holy name. Take take your fader and put your fader up. Yep. Up. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. 
We'll get the levels to where they should be. I think that should be a little better. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God today for the blessing that we have to knowing, amen, what, he, what God has, amen, in store for us. Praise God. You get a little foretaste of it, amen, when you read. Praise God. You see what's coming when you know what thus saith the Lord. Praise God. So I thank God today. Praise God. Get ready to receive what God has for you and I. There's a lot more, amen, of the word of God. There's a lot more where that comes from. Amen. So let's get ready to be blessed. Find a place. Get yourself comfortable. Make sure you have a Bible in your hands. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone can say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone else can say thank you, Jesus, for what he has done. Praise God to be aware, amen, to be well aware of what he has done for you and I. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to make sure that this message will be heard and well heard. So my apologies on the... Um, Technical difficulties, these things seem to happen. So I think we're going to get through Romans chapter 6, which we've started three weeks ago. The general title is Dominion Over Sin, which is Power Over Sin, Victory Over Sin. And I, I know this is not quite, this is not your average message. Even a subtitle that I used a couple of weeks ago was It's a Matter of Life and Death. And when we were reading, I'm going to be jumping, you know, a little all over the place, but I think one of the pivotal verses which we have read in Romans chapter 6, I believe it's the 11th verse, likewise, reckon yourselves, amen, likewise, reckon ye also, there we go, hallelujah, likewise, reckon ye also, so how do you see yourself in Christ is going to make all the difference for who you are and how we live today. Now, the subtitle I wrote today is Access by Faith because faith is important. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. We can read this in the, the great chapter of faith, Hebrews chapter 11. And that's verse 6. When we read... Uh, excuse me, verse 1, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for but not yet seen. So we can see where faith, we go into the chapter, we're in the book of Romans, so in the book of Romans, chapter 10, it says faith is um, re required and it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we can find out how important this is and we have access when we read, my text I'm going to read from is Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, that we have access by faith. And the access which I'm speaking of is grace. Last week I mentioned if you read Romans chapter 5, at chapter 4, it pretty well, the text circles around Abraham. And when we get into Romans chapter 6, when we read verse 11, it says, well, in the same way, or the King James Version says likewise, so in the same way as Abraham was blessed, in the same way that Abraham was able to interact with God and God was interacting with him because of his righteousness, because of how he believed, when God says, get up, pack your things and move out, he got up, he packed his things and he moved out. And when we get into the middle 
uh, portion of Romans chapter 6, it's, Paul says now in that same manner, likewise, amen, I want you to see yourself this way, praise God. And as we begin to read these verses and these, these, uh, these scriptures that teach us who we are today, this is not something that we relegate to, to after death or if Jesus was to come back in the meantime. No, this is something that is present tense. Amen. When we read Romans chapter 8 in the second verse, it says, it, it, it's, well, I'll be, begin reading from verse 1. There's therefore now, amen, since I'm talking about the presence, I want to get to verse 2, but Romans chapter 8 and the first verse, I, I, I mean, it's, it starts in the present tense. There is therefore now, if someone can say now with me at home, say now, amen. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, praise God, you can never forget Jesus Christ. It's not any other name, it's Jesus Christ. So for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free. I am free. It has made me free. I am free. You can testify that in your houses, or even if you're driving down the street listening to this, testify has made me free. Free from what? Free from the law of sin and death. We've been reading where, when, when, the, when, when and where there is sin, it is followed by death. If we were to go by what James is teaching us, and you can read this in James chapter 1, verses 12, 13, I believe around 14, if I get this verse, um, in, in the book of James, let me call that up. Let me read it this way, faster. Praise God. I don't have, in French, I was calling these things up on the phone, but amen, I can do this. Praise God. If I read in, um, in James chapter 1, you can read with me. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for, that's verse 12, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted. Every woman, my brothers and sisters, is tempted. This is verse 14. When he is driven away, or rather drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, so it starts. And this is how, when we looked at examples that were given to us, where the devil comes and he plants a seed in your mind and you start to see things the way he wants you to see things. See, if you can see things the way God has written, the way God describes it, you'll be seeing things the right way. And this is important when you combine, we read scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. It says, casting down imaginations. Amen. So the devil showed up and said, Eve, we know what God has said, but just think what happens when you touch it. She begins to imagine. Achan is walking down the street and he says, well, there's, I, I have a little bit of gold and I have a little bit, you know, I have a robe that's buried or silver, whatever it was, money, and I have some coins and I have the robe that's buried. And he began to imagine himself spending what was not his. He began to imagine himself wearing what was not his. 
And I'll ask you a question. When the Bible says casting down imaginations, do you think it's easier to cast down imaginations? Or would it have been easier for Achan after hitting the, um, <coughs> pardon me, the spoils of war, he no longer could, it was too late to cast down. So my point being, it would be easier to cast down the imaginations when they show up because when the imaginations come, as James says, it turns into lust. And what happens with lust? Lust becomes, it becomes sin. And sin, when it is finished, I'll go back to James. Or if there's a way, I'm fine, thanks. If there's a way that you can keep James and keep 2 Corinthians 10 so we can go back and forth. Amen. Because James says, now, when lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So before all this, before you get to the death part, before you get to the sin part, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. This is the knowledge of God. What's in your hands, this is God's knowledge. Amen. Straight out of his mouth. Praise God. You want to get to know God for how he is or who he is? Amen. You need a Bible. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. Someone say every thought. If you need to, underline those two words, every thought. You need to underline that. Amen. When we begin to treat sin for what it is, it'll make a difference in your life. You don't play around with sin. Sin is followed by death. Amen? So when you treat sin, when sin shows up, you don't take your chances. What's at stake? Amen? I'm reading the Bible that is in a way that is going to give me life. I know some people, they waste their time and they go through the same book. They'll go through the same, they'll read the same thing, and they'll spend all their time looking for excuses after excuse. Amen. But Jesus, we've been reading this, amen, in John chapter 15, verse 22. He said, if I had not come and spoken unto them, see, it's too late. Because Jesus, not only has Jesus spoken, but God has spoken as well. The word has already been spoken. The word has already been decreed. The word has already been sent. Amen. When God speaks the word, amen, it's sent. It moves. It moves into a direction. And I thank God, if you have ears to hear today, that God is speaking in that word of, that is being sent in your direction, you absorb it, begin to fill yourself with that word because it's not spoken in vain. So God has spoken, Jesus Christ has spoken, and now Jesus said, if you read it in John 15, 22, he says, now they have no cloak for their sin. It's not, you can't cover this thing up anymore. Amen. So get sin, sin will finish you off. This is what we read in James. When sin is finished, amen, it brings death. So it's easier, better off to cast down the imaginations instead of casting down or, you know, trying to get rid of the robe, trying to get rid of what, was, what you've been hiding. There's no cloak, the gold. Amen. That's how it starts. Samson, amen, don't go near a carcass. But then all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, but he's, you know, I got to do this. I got to use that with a, a jawbone. No, you're not supposed to be doing that. A little bit of wine. No, you're not doing that. Then he gets a haircut. He's done. Amen. 
Oh, yeah, but he killed more people in his death. Well, it, that's, that's true, scriptural. I don't go against it. But you think God, God would not have, if he lived longer, do you think he would not have been able to do much more for God instead of losing what God had given him because he began playing with the devil, playing with fire, however you want to call it. He began messing around with the world. May as well call it for what it is. Amen. And look what happened to Samson. Amen. These are the imaginations. Samson imagined saying, well, the, there's a better wife for me across the, across, in, in a, in, from another nation. Amen. And then he began to uh, spend time with Delilah, and I think most of us, we know what. Amen. When you, when you have the right thoughts, you live right. So I want to spend the next hour to project, to read, to send your way, to give you not only what I'll, I'll call them right thoughts, but biblical thoughts so that you can live biblically. Amen. Casting down imaginations. All the devil needs is that one little, you know, that input, that one little word in edgewise to get you to start thinking contrary to what God's word claims. So I go back into 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought, how to what? To the obedience of Christ. And having in readiness to revenge, are you ready? That's the question I ask my br French brothers and sisters. Are you ready? Amen. Not too many responded. They weren't sure what I was asking. But today, are you ready to revenge? Amen. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience. Underline the word all. Every thought, all thoughts. Amen. All disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. So we don't give the devil, amen, and we don't allow him any further than when he comes and tries to give us a different picture or a different word. Amen. I thank God today for the blessing that we have that teaches us. Amen. I want, uh, today I want, this, I want you to receive this in your spirit to make a difference. Praise God, of who we are in Christ Jesus. Praise God. This is what makes the difference. How you, how you and I, we'll, we, how we will be seeing ourselves. Amen. Like I said, don't look for the excuses. There is no more excuse. There, the cloak is not there. You can't hide behind a doctrine which is not godly, a doctrine which is not biblical. Amen. I know people spend their time. Get to know what it is written. Every word which proceedeth out of, mouth, out of the mouth of God, the Bible says, this is how we live. Can someone say every word? Amen. A couple of Jehovah Witnesses came to the door, and when they, didn't get any, when they couldn't get anywhere with, with, their, with their doctrine, they said, we'll be back. I, whatever. I just shrugged. Fine. They'll be back. But this time they came back with one of their elders who was, who was older than I was. And I'm going to get the verse while I'm talking. And he explained, you know, he's trying to bring in some excuses why the lack of understanding or they didn't have what was necessary, the, the two former uh, witnesses or whatever that came to the door. And he says, uh, I'm coming, he says, because I have a good, uh, you know, good understanding. We got, you know, into the debate of, 
of how to live and present. And I said, I'm going to read you a scripture. And he says, no, no. He says, you don't read that from your Bible. He says, I got to go by my Bible. I said, no. Well, one, first of all, it's not a Bible because you have another book. It's like two books in one. You have something else that's been added by, by you know, your, your founder and whatever. I says, two, I says, give me your book. I'll read something in your book. And I opened up his book, the first John chapter three, and I began to read. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. And whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither knowing him. That's verse 6, 1 John 3. Little children, let no man deceive you. Amen. And we began sitting and I began to see his face. The countenance of his face began to change because now I'm reading something from his own book, something which he would not dare dispute, but I was reading something that he did not even know existed within, between the covers of his book. It may have been worded a little differently, but the point was pretty close to what we I read from my King James. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is... Righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning for this purpose. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. For this purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone say, someone else say, thank you, Jesus. For this purpose, the Son of God, his name is Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. For this purpose, the Son of God, amen, was manifested that he might destroy. Listen to the last line in this verse, that he might destroy. What is he destroying? The works of, of the devil. Amen. What's the devil, devil's works? very simple. He sins from the beginning. But Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. Now, how do you see yourself in Jesus? How are you going to see yourself walking this life today? Walking a life which Jesus Christ has come to give you. If Jesus Christ has come to give you life, amen. Jesus Christ says, I have come to give you life. Now, somebody else came. He wants to destroy. He wants to take that away from you. But Jesus says, I have come to give you life. Whosoever is born of God, verse 9, 1 John 3, doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest. This is how you recognize the children of God. In this, this is what the children of God do. Amen? This is what they manifest. This is their works. Amen? These aren't works that save them. We know we have looked at those scriptures in Ephesians chapter 2, but once we are saved, we are saved unto good works. We are saved unto godly works. And this is what makes the difference for who you and I are today. This is not religion. This is life. Amen. This is not a sect. This is not a ritual. This is not a routine. This is life. Jesus Christ has come to give us life. And he says, I will give it to you more abundantly. Hallelujah. And I thank God today to have it. Hallelujah. More abundantly. Praise God. Amen. In this, the children of God are manifest. And there's also a manifestation of the children of the devil. If I finish reading verse 10, whosoever doeth or doth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth, not his brother. And then we go into, amen, a, a message from within the church. Hallelujah. As far as our brothers and sisters are concerned, which coincides, amen, which joins, amen, which, which synchronizes is another word. 
It is of one spirit that you read in Ephesians chapter 4, one spirit, one heart, one mind, one doctrine, one baptism, one Lord, one Savior. I mean, you read this, praise God, even though Paul wrote this, John wrote this, it, it coincides with what we're reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, especially when you get into verses 7 and 8, praise God. So I go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, casting down imaginations and the high things, that every high thing rather, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, we need to put an end to that. Praise God. When you begin to treat sin for what it is, amen, sin is followed by death. Sin is death. When you begin to treat sin for what it is, you will see a difference in your life. Rather than to believe that this coincides or that you can live, you know, up and down. As so many of us have been told over the years, you know, I thank God today for good news. Amen. Jesus Christ, when he walked the face of this earth, he said, there's only one, you're only going to serve one master. Amen. You're only going to be, a, you're, you're going to be a servant and when we get into Romans chapter 6, we're going to find out what, we're, what we are going to serve. One way or another, we're, we're all a servant. So whether you're serving unrighteousness or whether you're serving righteousness. So in the next few minutes, when we get into Romans chapter 6, we're going to get into what type of a servant you are. Hallelujah. What type of a servant you can be. And remember, you're free. Amen. I'm not going to teach you something that's going to defeat you. I'm going to teach you something that is going to give you life. Praise God. Amen. So when you're wondering, saying, well, how can I stop the things that I am doing? And how can I go about um, establishing the righteousness of what God wants to have in our lives? Remember a couple of weeks ago, submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. First thing you do is to submit. Amen. This is also the teaching of James, of James rather. Praise God that we submit Praise God. Amen. Last week we read through Peter that we are born again of an incorruptible seed which endureth forever. Praise God. Amen. I'm not as the flesh or the, or the flower of the field that withers and then it falls. Amen. I'm blessed with that incorruptible seed. I am born again with that incorruptible seed. Praise God. Which endureth forever. Hallelujah. So if you missed the teaching from last week, go back and listen to it. Not now. Amen. Listen to what... Um, we're going to preach this part three, but then listen to part two and be blessed, praise God, with what we have. I'm going to, before we get into, I'm going to read a verse in Psalm 119. And before I do that, I want to uh, welcome all my brothers and sisters. So whatever social media platform you're listening to on, it is, I'm blessed and honored, praise God, that I can come into your houses or into your ears, if you're listening by earbuds or on the big screen or on the small screen, and be blessed with what God has for us today, praise God. I give God the glory for this opportunity. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is, someone say, it is. Hallelujah. The power of God unto salvation. Praise God. Amen. Share this link. It makes a difference. The more, there, the more shares that you do, thumbs up, or as you subscribe, the more listeners there are. The more people listening, the more people are empowered with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We read last week where God has chosen you. 
Hallelujah. And this makes a difference when you stand, when you look at yourself and say, you know what? God has chosen me. There's a reason why I'm here. There's something in my life. There is something in my life that I could, that I could use or I could put to use amen, to be meat, amen, for the master's use, to be profitable for the kingdom of God. Amen. When Paul taught, he says, you know, in a big house, in a, in a, in a house that has good things, he says there's vessels of gold and there's vessels of silver and there's earthen vessels and clay vessels and and you know I don't want to be amen again don't look for excuses you know to 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 try to um, minimize you know your effort or try to get to heaven by the least uh, amount of effort possible Amen. Try to maximize your life, who you are. Amen. By what you have to give, by what you have to say, by how you testify. Amen. By the examples that you are as you walk in the light. Make a difference. Be profitable for God. Amen. Aim to be that vessel of gold. Amen. I don't want to be a plastic bottle in God's house. Amen. I want to be a vessel of gold. Praise God. Amen. A vessel of honor. Amen. That vessel which is chosen where God has got meat for the master's use. Silver. I mean, to do something, not something that you just scrunch up like a plastic bottle and throw it into the recycling bin. Uh-uh. I mean, meat for the master's use. God has chosen you for a purpose. Good to see you, my brother Quasi. Hallelujah, my sister Helen. Bless that household and bless my brother's business. Praise God. And praise his holy name. Amen. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Our sister Yolanda is listening as well. Amen. On receiving messages on my phone. I want to get into Psalm 119. I think I have that verse here. Praise God. Very quickly, I read this verse this week. I said, you know what? It ties in with the message. Praise God. And I thank God for what David wrote, Psalm 119. It's going to be verse 11. Amen. As we look at how can this be possible? And I mentioned this last week. The more, you know, the what goes in is what is going to come out. Amen. Jesus says, what's in your heart when you open your mouth, that's what's going to come out. So we're going to read what should be, what ought to be, what, I'm, what, I, want to, um, what I want to plant in your heart today. And it's the word. Someone say the word. Verse 11, Psalms 119. It says, thy word have I hid in mine heart. Someone say my heart. Amen. Why? That I might not sin against thee. So, if there's no word in your heart, no word, you're going to have a life that's just a life of chaos, a life that is displeasing unto God. So we need the word. I mentioned, as I was sort of laying the introduction of the foundation, and I'll get to my text, my, my main text today is Romans chapter 5, where I grab my subtitle from this week. So turn to Romans chapter 5. And just before we get there, I was saying how faith becomes uh, critical for us to have. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now thy word have I hid. No word, no faith. No faith, you can't please God. It's impossible. Amen. We get to Romans chapter 5, the first two verses. It says, therefore being justified by faith. Someone say by faith. Amen. So faith. You need the preaching of the Word of God. Amen. And you hear the excuses that people have today. Well, I can, I can I mean, forget the excuses. Find out what God has for you and I through His Word so that we won't be, and I don't want to use the, the word reliant or dependent, but we won't be 
we won't be uh, dismayed or we won't be distracted by the excuses. Amen. Because when God showed up in the garden, can you imagine God coming? And they had a different doctrine. We're naked. Who told you that? That's not what God needed to hear. Amen. So when we receive something, or when I hear something, and it happens often, I hear something, say, well, this is how I understand it. Well, that, that, I'm sorry for that's how you understand it, but this is what God has said. Amen. Well, if it was up to me, no, it's not up to you. Amen. It's up to God. God has predestinated this. Amen. God has foreordained this. Amen. Since the foundation, before the foundations of this world was laid. So when you have people coming around with something that is an afterthought, and pay attention to what I'm saying to the point I want to get across, everything is an afterthought because in the beginning was the word. God spoke it, God said it. If the devil shows up, or if Lucifer shows up, or if somebody else shows up, Simon Peter showed up, Jesus identified him for who he was at that, for that moment. He says, Satan, get thee behind me. You're telling me to do something that God has not ordained. God doesn't want me to do it. So Satan, get thee behind If it sounds like a devil, identify it and get rid of it. Amen. Treat sin for what it is. Treat disobedience for what it is. Children, when you have holy mom and a holy dad, you have holy parents, and you decide to go face to face, you decide to go up against them. Amen. Remember the blessing that you have because mom and dad is looking after your soul, or your holy mom is looking after your soul, or foster mom is looking after your soul, or foster, you know, big brother is looking after your soul. And remember this, and treat sin, treat disobedience, and treat rebellion for what it is. Hallelujah. Before it goes too far, if you need to apologize or repent as a King James Bible word, then you need to repent. Treat sin for what it is. Amen. You don't take a chance. Amen. Come summertime and, or, or whatever time of the year, if I'm sitting out, outdoors and with short sleeves or, you know, with some skin exposed somewhere in my arms or my face or my hand, and a mosquito lands on my skin, I don't sit there watching saying, I wonder what that mosquito was up to. Well, I've been bitten enough time. Amen. So when the mosquito lands on my skin, that's how you treat the mosquito, because you know it's after blood that doesn't belong to it, and you know it's going to make you itch, and some people get really itchy, and whatever, you're going to get a bump, and you need some, you know, some ointment or some lavender or something to pour on it. That's the mosquito. So you sit there saying, well, I know your cousin, and I know your big brother, and I know Auntie Mosquito, whatever her name was, did. What about you? No, you know what it is. You treat it, amen, for what it is. Goodbye. Get off. Get out. Amen. So when the devil comes with whatever mindset that he may have, when it's contrary to the word of God, treat it for what it is. Take care of your soul. Quench the fiery dart. Amen. Quench it. Don't let it linger. Don't let it just fester. Don't let, it, don't let the leaven leaven itself and pervert the lump, the holy lump that we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Treat sin for what it, when you recognize and realize whatever it is. If you can't have something in your life, if you get too close to whatever is online or whatever is in your computers or whatever place that you go to, whatever your friends that, you know, that offer you things and you say no, then you say no and you say treat it for what it is. Amen. I remember at work, somebody would off, keep offering me a cigarette. I'd, no, offer me a cigarette. No, no, you know I don't smoke. No, no, no. Finally, one day I took the cigarette. 
I said, this ought to stop. I said, oh, well, thank you for the cigarette. Then I broke it and put it on the ground, and I twisted it under my foot. I didn't light it up. Amen. I can't remember if he's ever offered me a cigarette since then. Amen. That was the end of his little game that he was playing. But it's not a game. Amen. This is not where the kids play. I don't know how it works because I don't, the thing, their thumbs hold this thing and the thumbs go like really quickly and then they waste their, you know, spend so much time in front of playing their game. You're, you're not an expendable character. You're not somebody who can die and just hit the red button and you restart if it's red or green or whatever it is. Amen. The devil is playing for keeps and when you realize this, you treat these things, you treat these thoughts for what they are. Thoughts that say that will have you withstand or, 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 or speak against or try to rebel against something. You know, that, like as I said, your holy mom or holy grandparents, there's holy grandparents listening today that are praying for the souls of their grandchildren, that are praying that for, the, for the salvation of their family, and they're praying, they're praying for your good as Jesus did for you and I. He came into this world. We read the scriptures. What, why did Jesus come into this world? Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. We've been coming to this world to destroy the works of the devil, that he may give his life. Amen. God loved this world. He gave. His son came into this world. He gave. Amen. Like father and like son, they both gave. Hallelujah. You need to accept and to receive what God has given us today. Praise God. You receive it? Romans 5, let me finish verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Hallelujah. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access, and this is where I get my subtitle from, Amen. by whom also we have access by faith into this grace. I'm reading from Romans chapter 1, the second verse. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Underline the two words, we stand. Praise God. My sister texts me, she says, can you try to talk a little slower? So I'm going to try to talk a little slower. Hallelujah. Amen. Any other messages that I'm getting? Hallelujah. A little bit slower. Romans chapter 5. Underline, amen, when I get to these two words right before the comma, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Underline, we stand. You remember what we read last week? All flesh is as grass. The grass withers, the flower fades away, and it falls. Amen. I'm not withering myself putting myself into a position to fall. Amen. I'll get the verse from last week. It is the epistle of Peter. Someone can put this up in the, um, in the comments. First uh, Peter 1, 1 Peter 1, 22. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. Listen, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. Amen. I'm not putting myself into a position to wither and to fall. And the verse prior says, being born again, not of something which is incorruptible, but, or rather, not of something which is of corruptible seed, but we are born again of the incorruptible seed by the word of God. And you get down to verse 25, it says, the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by, this is the gospel, this is the word that I'm preaching unto you. This was the teaching last week. Praise God. So we're not withering, we're not 
you know, we're not unable to stand. God has set us up to stand. He has equipped us to stand. Amen. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded. I mean, you can read this in Ephesians chapter 6. There's four verses that are teaching us, amen, to stand. Stand therefore, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen. That you be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Then he says, put on the whole armor. Amen. Jesus taught us of a strong man armed. Are you armed? Are you ready? Praise God. Hallelujah. Because this is what we are going to read. Amen. Today. Let me finish Romans chapter 5 verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. We're going to get into Romans chapter 6. Turn the page. How many of you read Romans chapter 5 last week? I'm not going to read. I read the first two verses. We see where faith is important. How do we stand? I'm not going to read the rest of the chapter, but I'm going to start reading from Romans chapter 6. You get through Romans 5, then you turn the page or, or keep reading, never mind that there's a chapter. The next verse says, what shall we say then? You ask the question, well now what do you got to say for yourself? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? I'm just going to find that portion of scripture. God forbid. Amen. If you jump back to the last verse in Romans chapter 5, it says that as sin hath reigned unto death. I don't know how many scriptures we've been reading for the past couple of weeks where you read about sin and it just, it seems to be attached to or tied in with death and dying. Begin to treat sin for what it is. It's going to kill you. When sin is finished, you die. This is what James says. And in chapter 5, and we read verses 1 and 2. We we're going to read the last verse. The sin that abounds in this world, in verse 20, it says, Now grace did much more abound, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through the righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace does not give you an excuse to sin. Grace does not give you an excuse to fall and be fallen and stay, or fall and get up and fall. And say, this is not grace. We start to begin to read what grace is in Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Amen. So we're still coming off of the life of Abraham or all these texts, all these verses rather, these passages in Romans 4 and Romans chapter 5 which centered around the life of Abraham. So we begin reading in Romans chapter 6, but when you come down to verse 10, now we're speaking of Jesus Christ, for in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Now verse 11, likewise, in the same way that, we just finished reading about Abraham, now, we're re now we, he brings Jesus into the picture, verse 10, Jesus died, he died unto sin once, 
and he lives, he lives unto God. You're going to live unto God because the life that you're going to live is the life which comes from God. I mean, God didn't give you this life that you may continue in sin. God forbid. Amen. Sin will abound. Grace will much more abound. Amen. Look at all the people that receive grace. We looked at David. We've spent, you know, past, we looked at David. David was an adulterer. Amen. He didn't actually kill, you know, with his own hands, but he had the, the husband of his adulterous affair. He had the husband killed. So I don't know if he was a murderer, but he was the, the cause of the man's death. So ultimately responsible, yes. Amen. Rahab was a harlot. Amen. Anybody, all people, Moses says, well, I can't speak too bad. I have chosen you. Amen. So begin to see yourself not only as God's choice, but God, amen, who has a purpose for you. Some of you might have to, me be sitting there saying, well, I might have to change my career because I know the calling that God has given me or the, or the, or the pull, the, you know, the direction that God is pulling me in. Amen. Well, I'm retired now. Okay, well, let me talk about Moses. Moses too old. Amen. I'm too old, can't speak right. God said, no, I've chosen you. Come on. Amen. Abraham, there's somebody else. You say, oh, you know, God, I'm retired now. I'm 100 years old. Not only am I retired, my body's retired. It doesn't function like it should function. So I don't know. You can say whatever you want to say. Amen. Abraham too. All these people, the excuses. Or could have had excuses for who they were. Amen. So begin to see yourself. And like I said, don't turn these pages looking for a way out. Use these pages for a way in. His name is Jesus. So I'm going to read Romans 6, verse 11. Likewise, reckon, consider ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. Amen. How are you going to see yourself? Paul is saying, reckon or consider Consider yourself, reckon yourself also to be dead unto sin. So I see myself, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I see myself dead unto sin. I quoted Romans chapter 8 in the second verse. For the love, the speed of life hath made me free. The Bible says, I have been made free, so I see myself free. Someone say free. Amen. You read Galatians chapter 3, since we're talking about Abraham, you read Galatians chapter 3 and his inheritance that belongs to you and I. Amen. I see myself blessed because the Bible says I'm blessed. I see myself healed because the Bible says, by the stripes of Jesus, ye were healed. Now the devil may come along with a different imagination, but I'm casting them down. He may come along with a different report. Who hath believed this report? I will believe God's report. I will believe what thus saith the Lord. Amen. But who tells you otherwise? Well, I've got an appointment. I get, you know, my annual checkup, but I got to go and, you know, they, they poke at you and they stick a needle and they draw some blood and he does this and you do that and he kicks your reflexes and slaps you here and whatever else. And the doctor says, you're depressed. Oh, I'm depressed. 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I haven't been happy. I haven't smiled. I'm depressed. Or you're nervous. Or he'll look at you, you know, he'll go look at the family tree and he'll shuffle his papers around. Yeah, your uncle died of a heart attack and great-grandpa died of a heart attack. You're going to die of a heart attack. And you begin, amen, you see yourself like your uncle, amen, ready at any moment the heart's going to stop because that's what happened to uncle. Amen. Begin to see yourself as thus saith the Lord. Begin to see yourself chosen, amen. Thank God. We're all being called today. This calling's for everybody. Many are being called. I don't know how many will be chosen out of this, but when God, once God chooses you, reckon, amen, Romans chapter 6, verse 11, likewise reckon ye also yourselves. Someone says, that must be talking about me. Amen. Paul must be, as he writes this, I consider myself to be dead unto sin, but I'm alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign, verse 12, in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lusts thereof. Let not sin therefore rule. Let not sin therefore prevail. Amen. Be a, a dominion or have or dominate or control. Amen. Put sin out. Treat sin for what it is. It's death to my soul. It's destruction to my soul. Amen. This is what it is. James says, don't let anyone, anyone deceive you. There is God talking. He says, who told you that? Amen. Find out what God says. Like I said, everything afterwards Anybody who showed up afterwards, amen, it's an afterthought. It's secondary, if that. God first, hallelujah, amen. God said it first. We have it written. Devil, you're too late, amen. I don't care if you draw blood once and draw blood twice. Devil, you're too late. Amen. God's report has been written, and I will believe that report. Hallelujah. Now let's put our focus on the righteousness which God has for you and I. I'm going to continue reading Romans chapter 6. It's not too late to share this link. Hallelujah. We'll get through this chapter in the next few minutes. So get ready to spend some time. Romans 6, verse 13. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So he's giving us the instruction. And you're able to do this, verse 13. Pardon me, you're able to do this, verse 14. Well, you're able to do what we just read in verse 13 because verse 14 says, For sin shall not. Hallelujah. Someone say, shall not. Amen. 
For sin shall not have dominion over you. This is why I've titled this, this series Dominion Over Sin. Because it's either one way or the other. And Paul is going to make this very clear as we continue to read. Verse 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. What shall we say then? He repeats the question. The chapter started with this question, what shall we say then? It's a little bit shorter. What then? Verse 15. Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Being under grace does not allow, does not give you the permission to sin. Someone say, God forbid. For sin shall not have dominion over me. Praise God. Let's continue to read verse 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey... His servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death. There it is again. Sin is followed by death. You can't get away from it. Romans 6, verse 16, the second half of that verse. Paul is saying, you're going to serve somebody. You're going, we're all servants. You're either serving sin and you're going to die. Or you are a servant to whom you obey. You're obedient unto righteousness. Amen. But God be thanked. Someone thank, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Father in heaven. Thank you, God, for your love which you had, that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. I give God the praise and the glory for the life, praise God, which he has given us through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior today, praise God. Paul is thanking God right in the middle of this sermon, right in the middle of this message, right in the middle of this letter, right in the middle of this passage. He says, but thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. I thank, amen, for the next whatever it takes, amen, be thankful unto God. Offer up unto God your thanksgiving. He says, but God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin. But ye have obeyed from the heart. What's hidden in your heart? Your word have I hid in my heart that I shall not sin against thee. This is the Old Testament teaching. It doesn't change. The teaching remains the same, but the teaching becomes possible because of Jesus Christ, because of the law of the spirit of life that has made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. So Jesus came and made all the difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. But God be thanked. Hallelujah. Uh, people aren't thanking God today. They're just making up excuses, blaming God. Somebody's sick? Oh, God. Storm hits? God. Wave wipes out an island? That's God. Amen. COVID running around? Well, no, God must be mad. God must be sick. God must be angry, rather, to have sickness, to have disease, to have all these things. God must be the, you know, we're always seem to blame God. Adam told God, he says, the woman you gave me listened to the devil. Uh, hmm, nobody else to blame. Yeah, the woman you gave me, four people in that scenario. 
and Adam was able to pin the blame on everybody else but him. The woman you gave me, amen, listen to the devil, listen to Lucifer. Okay, Adam, it's still going to cost you, and what a cost it was. Death, now you're going to die. Amen. Oh, you may live to be on 900, what was Adam? 940, 38, 900 and You may live not, but you're going to die. Amen. Death came into their life. Death amen, entered into this earth. But God be thanked for his son, Jesus Christ. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin. Ye were serving sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you, being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. So we, we're still servants, but we changed whom we serve. Amen. We're no longer serving, you know, master little m, mammon of this world. We are serving master capital M, creator capital C, maker another capital M, amen, of God, maker of, you know, who we are. Praise God. Amen. We're still serving. It's just we are obedient unto somebody else. Verse 18 in Romans chapter 6, being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. Amen. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Praise God. Now verse 19, if you need a little more explanation, listen to verse 19. Romans 6. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. We're all still men for your understanding. And he says, for you to understand this, I'm going to bring this down to your level. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. Excuse me. Even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. Verse 20. So I'm going to read these two verses again, 19 and 20. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, this is the way you used to live. This is the way you came into this world. Ye have yielded your members. This is the way you were living yesterday. Yonder years, yonder past. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, unto iniquity, unto iniquity. Even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end... Of those things, you need to underline verse 21, the second half. James, say, James says, again, I'll repeat what James taught. What happens when ye are drawn away? Then lust begins to be conceived. That's where you need to cast down the imaginations. You know, I see myself with a younger, you know, mate, whether it be, whether it's a woman talking, 
about a man or a man talking about a woman. We see ourselves. Amen. Young children, listen to me. Amen. I was the same flesh. I can vaguely remember. It goes way back when I was a teenager, but I still remember when I thought I was smarter than my elders and decided I won't be subject. I think I know better. No, you don't. Thank God for the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm still here. Praise God. And when these imaginations, amen, this is the same, the same thoughts the devil has. Oh, yeah, the, where I sit should be a little bit higher than, no, you are a created being. You're not higher than the creator. You're lower than the creator. That's your place. I see myself walking on the mountain. No. He didn't cast those, down. He didn't cast those imaginations down, but he was cast out of heaven because of it. Amen. Easier to cast down the imaginations. If you got to go hug your holy mom, get up and hug your holy mom. Say, Mom, I'm sorry for what I did. Dad, I'm sorry for what I did a few days ago or even this morning. I don't know. If you got to go, husbands, if you need to hug your wife, say, Wife, amen. Thank you for being with me. Amen. 36 years this, this week was 36 years for my wife and I. Some of you a little less, some of you a lot more. Amen. Somebody sent me a text. A brother sent me a text this week, and he says, happy anniversary. And I says, well, thank God for 36 years. And he says, do you think you can catch my wife and I? He says, we're at 54. So that humbled me. Amen. Brother and sister in the Lord. Amen. I said, wow. I said, 50. No, I'll, you know, hopefully one day I'll be at 54. Amen. But right now, he says, you won't catch us. We're at 54. So that humbled. I thought 36 was great. 54 is better. Amen. So that, praise God, amen, brings, brings me a mind, amen. Thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. There's, there's, this is what I'm getting at today. Praise God. Because we still have, it's, we, when the Bible says, in Christ you become a new creature, he says, old things pass away, behold, all things become new. And the things which I'm referring to, the next verse says, amen, these are the things, the things which are of God. Amen. Now when I look at um, th- what Paul is writing to us here, where he says, where we just finished reading, verse 21, for the end of those things is death. If these things are not the things of God, but they are the things which are iniquity unto iniquity or uncleanness, as we finish reading in verse 19, they bring death. You're drawn away, lust is conceived, cast down those imaginations. You see yourself walking in the robe. Achan never put the robe on. Achan never was able to spend that money. I don't know what imaginations he had. It's easier to cast down the imagination than to cast or try to make amends for the marriage that you destroyed or the relationship that you have with your parents or the relationship that parents have with their children or the marriage that's destroyed because the woman stepped out or the wife, rather, I should say, the wife stepped out, or the man, the husband stepped out and broke the, the covenant, amen, the vows of marriage, amen. Or employee and employee, I think, I think you're getting the message. The things of God, because those things that we're reading about here, we don't want things that lead to death. Lust is conceived. And when sin is finished, James wrote, it bringeth forth death. But now being made free from sin, I'm still in Romans chapter 6, but now being made free from sin, 
and become the servant to God. Read with me Romans chapter 6. Amen. Don't turn the page. Oh, I read it while you were talking. You need to read it with me. Read it together. Hallelujah. Turning the pages and doing whatever else. Romans 6, verse 22. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness. Say it with me. Amen. Well, I know that's the way, you know, just over here after. Don't put this off in the future. Read with me. Romans 6, verse 22. But now, when? Some of you might have to say it. Now, how do you see yourself in Christ? Amen. How do you see yourself in this passage? If you need to go back to verse 11, likewise reckon ye yourselves also dead unto sin. I see myself dead. When? Now. Verse 22. Same chapter. Jump down to verse 22. But now. See, sometimes we're raised under a teaching or under a doctrine. And it, you know, they say, well, this is only possible after you die. No, after death is the judgment. That's what the Bible says. And if God has come to give me life, why is nothing changing? The life which God has given me, it's not going to lead me unto those things which lead unto death. Amen. Where we just finished reading, the end of those things is death. But the end which God has given me, Amen. And God has provided for you and I through his son, Jesus Christ. God has provided for you and I a good end. God has provided for you and I something which is a, a blessing. And it's a blessing every step of the way. It's a blessing as I endure unto the end for the same shall be saved. Amen. My steps being ordered of the Lord. I don't care what the devil comes along. The devil comes. He wants to destroy. He wants to take me off the track, off the, off the way which leadeth unto life. Amen. Today, I pray, and this is why I pray for good ground, that this message is making its way into good ground. When you read the parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4, you have stony ground, you have rocky ground, you have the wayside ground. Amen. It's not good ground. This message in good ground will make a difference, will change lives. Can someone say amen? Amen. So that's why I want to read this. Someone else can say Amen. That's why I want to put this out there. Praise God, because I'm reading as word by word. Excuse me. As God has, amen, written as it has proceeded out of the mouth of God. But now, someone say now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, Ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For verse 23, as we bring this chapter to a close, for the wages of sin is death. There it is again. Sin 
is always followed by death. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, which you have in your hands today, the gift of God, amen, is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Are you with me? How do you see yourself in Jesus Christ today? How do you see yourself, hallelujah, in the way that God has created you, a vessel unto honor, a vessel, amen, by the grace of God, hallelujah. It's not because you were born in the right family. It's not because you, you know, had an upbringing in a certain religion and such. I mean, those things may help, but we all must marvel not that you, you still need to be born again. And when I look around today and I see people stumbling over these things, Amen. Paul taught, he says, to the Jew, this is a stumbling block. To my own people, this is a stumbling block. They don't. It's creating something. It's creating some type of a blockage. And there's a lot of non, non-Hebraic Jews running around. Amen. You're not Hebrew. You're not an Israelite in any shape, way, or form. You're maybe a, a good, you know, old-fashioned Canadian, but it's a stumbling block because of an upbringing or because of a teaching that was given to you. Contrary to what we're reading today, amen. If some people relegate this as foolishness, well, there's not much you can do. Say, oh, well, you and your Bible, that's, that's fine. Me and my Bible. I'm glad I can be with me and my Bible, me and God and his son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because having come to repentance, there's a verse I want to read in Hebrews chapter 6. I think it's the first verse. Find Hebrews chapter 6. You're in Romans, so turn somewhere near the end of the Bible. Yeah, there it is, Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, amen, which, which means this is about the, as far as the average what should I say, church or religion goes. They have a sinner's prayer, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, and it seems to stop, it seems to end there. And the writer here in Hebrews, he says now, he says, you know very well what the, what the foundation is, that's what the word principles, the principles or the foundation, the basics, you can use that word. We know what the basics of Jesus Christ is. He died on the cross, Amen. People even wear an emblem around their, their neck and it's a bearded man on a cross and they don't, they, and they, they can understand, you know, the concept. They go to the movies and they see um, Passion of the Christ or they see the crucifixion or whatever. Um, I've never been, but I've had people tell me, explain to me what, what they saw or what they understood or in the theaters. But there's more to it than that. Jesus Christ came to give you and I life. Now, how are you going to live this life? It's not life that keeps you in sin. 
It's not a life that keeps you dead and dying in your sins and trespasses. It's not a life. Listen, look at some of the words that we've been, that we've been reading here before I finish Hebrews 6.1, if I go back to Romans chapter 6. He says, when you were serving sin, you were free from righteousness. And the fruit that you had, the, the things that you were involved in, they, they, they were shameful. They would make you, they would make you, um, what's the word when you turn red in the face? Blush. Amen. There's the word. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. And I know as we progress upon this earth, it, it's, as sin increases and as sin digs itself in more and more. I mean, there was things when I was growing up, I'm 59 in case you don't know. There was things when I was growing up, so that's like 50 years ago, a half a century ago. There was things when I was growing up we wouldn't even hear speak of them or tell them. They were, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't mention them. And then, you know, a few years later, then, they, you know, again, subtle, creeping in unawares, things begin to arise, you know, come to the surface. Sin is sin. Amen. And then we, you know, we'd, they'd be whispering about it. you make you blush, get all red. And now it's, it's like, like not, as if it's nothing. I mean, children that are like 50 years later, the age that I was when I said these things weren't talked about now, it's like, it's just like a, 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 uh, a, a, a common, you know, dis commonly discussed, commonly, and nobody turns red, and sin is sin. This is why when you identify sin, amen, and you deal with sin as for what sin really is, which is death, even like I said, picture that mosquito that lands on you. In an instant, it goes after your blood. You know that. So you swat at it. You go to, you know, smack it down. Amen. To bring it under the subjection. Listen, let me finish Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. He says, now that we, have, we understand the principles of the doctrine of Christ, Jesus Christ came into this world. He shed his blood that we may be washed. He says, now you understand this. Let us go on, let us go on to perfection. Amen. Well, I don't know about that. Well, Matthew chapter 5 in the last verse, verse 48, I believe. Jesus says, be, amen, be perfect as your Father in heaven is. Amen. Be therefore also perfect. Somebody, it'll, I may be missing a word, but somebody will put it up in the comments. The writer in Hebrews writes, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go unto perfection. Amen. Not laying, listen to the second half of this verse, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Amen. Who are you serving today? How do you see yourself? Jump back to where we read last week in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Share this link. Help me preach. Just by, simply by sharing this link. Hallelujah. And for all those joining, my sister Rosa, Edward, good to see you online. 
Anyone else? 2 Corinthians 10. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I read verse 5. I'm going to read verse 6. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness. Are you ready? And having in a readiness. Are you prepared? And having in a readiness. Do you have what's required? Do you have what is necessary? Amen. And having in a readiness, what's in your hands is what makes you ready. To revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. I know there's things that come against us. That's the devil, and that's what he does. Amen. But we know that already. We don't underestimate who our adversary is. And like I said, they're trying to tell us, you know, trying to, I don't know who they are, but they're there. You know, if your uncle died of this, you're going to die of this. Three out of five men die with cancer, a certain cancer, prostate cancer. If three or four out of five women will have, or I don't know what the statistics are, but cancer in, you know, in their breasts or cancer somewhere else in their ovaries or cancer. I mean, they have all these st- st- statistics that puts, that, that, that it's, it's a fear-mongering tactic to make a subject to things which is not the things of God. They're things of death. And slowly we die. Amen. Contrary to who we are, who God wants us to be, God chose us. Amen. God says, there's a reason why I've chosen you. And you read him, and as the children of Israel, they were 70, and their leader was, you know, he was halt after, you know, a little bit of a combat thing. He walked, you know, he, he limps his way into Egypt, but that's not how they came out. Amen. 70 went in, but I don't know, amen, a couple of million came out free from sin, free from being enslaved again by the promise of God. God made a choice and God chose the right nation. He didn't, God said, I didn't choose Ethiopia. He said, I let go Ethiopia. I let go, amen, the, the prophet of God mentioned so many other people that God looked, no, not that nation. No, not that nation. Uh, not them people. Those people won't be, you know, they won't be, I can't use those people. Couldn't use the Philistines. I don't know why he couldn't use those, those big guys. You know, Goliath and all his brothers and stuff. Couldn't use, couldn't use those people. He could use David. Amen. Because, why? Because David had a heart unto God. God made a choice. Amen. We looked at several examples of, at Saul who was replaced, again, by God's choice. Saul, the man of God, was there to Speak to, speak to Saul. Say, Saul, you're being replaced. Amen. Saul made it a little difficult. David was patient. About 15 years. Running and hiding and running and hiding. But then when God's time was God's time. Amen after God's heart. And having in a readiness. I want you to be ready. From this day forward. When the devil comes, you're going to treat it like the blood-sucking mosquito that lands on your arm or your leg or your face or your forehead. Amen. 
Amen. Well, when the mosquito lands, I got to hit myself. Well, you do what you need to do so the mosquito doesn't sit there and rob you of your blood and make you uncomfortable and itch. Well, it's such a small, tiny thing. I know it does, but there is damage. Treat sin for what it is. Identify it. Satan, get thee behind. Amen. That's Jesus. He identified what he heard. Sounds like a devil. It is a devil. Get thee behind. Amen. And all kinds of people, and sometimes it's our own, you know, it's close to home. It's our own thoughts. It's our own um, mind, our own thinking. Because we hear things. Who told you that? From this day forward, let's be tuned in. Let's be listening to God and God himself and God alone. This is how it's going to make all the difference. When that imagination comes your way, we begin to deal with it. This is how I looked into it. I gave us some examples that we had last week. Those thoughts come along. And as I said, if, I, if I'm not thinking, you know, right foot, left foot, if I don't have those thoughts, those, those neurons that are firing or, you know, in the synopsis of my brain and filtering through, you know, my, the nervous system or my spinal column into where my members are moving based on my thought, based on that imagination, we need to, we need to, we need to deal with the wiles of the devil in this way. At stake is my soul. When I know that and realize that, the death of my soul, the eternal death of my soul, I may as well spell it out for what it is, the eternal death, the eternal damnation, as the Bible writes it, of your soul. When this is what is at stake, let me tell you, that mosquito lands on it, you're going to be swatting that mosquito. You're going to be flattening that thing dead. Amen. When that little leaven of disobedience, that temptation, that doubt. Amen. I'm going to find a, a, um, a verse, and I'm going to close with this before I pray. You know, the Bible says, Amen. Having therefore, brethren, these promises. Amen. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Amen. That scripture can come into the... Um, show up in, in the, in the uh, chapter 7, verse 1, in the comment section, but I'm looking for another verse before I close. I was reading it this week, and I, I put it in here with... First Corinthians chapter 10 and the 13th verse. I just want to make sure I have the reference. I don't see the comments section right now, but it's 2 Corinthians chapter 7, I believe is what I just quoted. Therefore having, actually it's not therefore having, it's having therefore. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 7, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. I forgot, it's a good thing I'm reading. Flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Amen. I want to read something from 1 Corinthians. Just turn back a dozen pages or so to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. It's going to be verse 13. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, 
There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye were able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. And then he goes into some details which follows. He speaks of drinking from the cup of blessing, the cup of, that, that blesses us. But God has made a way for you and I today. And, to be, and, and this is part, I'm bringing in this verse to go along with the readiness that, that you and I need to have. I think that after the past couple of weeks, I'm quite certain that we have an awareness. We're well aware. Sin is sin been dealing with this for the past three months. We know sin is real, sin is true, sin is biblical. It, it's a real thing. Disobedience, iniquity, trespasses. However you want to look at it, sin is sin. We have that awareness. But now I want you to be ready, hallelujah, like it says, to deal with it. Amen. To bring, to be, to bring those things which we finished, which we read in, um, I'll give you the reference again, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Casting down the imaginations. Hallelujah. Amen. The verse prior to that, I didn't read it today, but the verse prior to the casting down imaginations, it says, for our weapons are not carnal, but they are spiritual. Amen. The weapons of our warfare, rather, amen, are not carnal, but they are mighty to, to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Those strongholds that are in our life, they're broken down. This is how I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. That these strongholds in your life are broken. Amen. The temper. Like I said, children, if you need to go, and, and temper works both ways. Children, if you need to apologize to mom and dad, mom and dad, if you need to apologize to children for your temper. Amen. You lost it for a moment or two or for however long and you go and repent say listen I'm well aware that these things that's how it starts amen but I love you the way Christ has loved us amen the way we have been chosen in Christ hallelujah I'm reading 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4, 5 and 6 if you go in and read the, the next couple of verses, I don't want to get off subject, and I can very easy, easily when I read in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 7. And do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. How you see yourself in Christ. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed. So standing on this side of the pulpit, my authority may be a little different, but as I am of Christ, ye also are of Christ. Amen. So when I look at, amen, ch children, when you're looking up at mom and dad, holy mom and dad, in Christ, you're seeing somebody that is in Christ. Parents, when you're looking at your children, and I'm, I know I'm looking down, but I don't mean to look down at your children, but when you look at your children, 
in a way you see your children in Christ. If you look at your, your teenagers face-to-face, some of you look at your teenagers, amen, in Christ. This is the teaching which we are receiving who we are and how you see yourself. And from this day forward, like I said, I want, to, I want you to see yourself saved. I want you to see yourself according to the will of God, which is your sanctification. This is how this teaching started three weeks ago. Knowing what the will of God is in your life. Romans chapter 6 confirms that. I want you to see yourself healed. I, for by his stripes, I am healed. For sin shall not have dominion over me. Reckon yourselves, reckon ye yourselves also to be dead unto sin. When I don't care who it is, but when they come and try to tell you differently, too late. Hallelujah. God has spoken. Too late. The word of God, it has been written. And it's not just this ink on this paper. It's been written on my heart. Praise God. The fleshly tables of my heart. I began this teaching in Psalm 119, if some of you tuned in late, in verse 11, for thy word have I hid in my heart. Why? That I may not sin against thee. This was the writings of David in the Old Testament. And when Jesus came, he made it possible for you and I today. I want to pray in a couple of minutes. And I want to pray that each and every one of us be ready. Young people listening to me, be ready. Amen. If you hear it coming out, and I've had to stop myself. I've had to go to apologize several times. Say, I was saying something, but as I begin to hear it, sometimes it comes out of your mouth before you hear it. And say, say, I begin to hear what was coming out of, and I had to stop myself. And I please ask you for forgiveness or my apologies for what should not have taken place or what should not, what should not have been verbalized or expressed. Amen. This is who we are in Christ. This is how we keep the body of Christ, the body of Christ, knowing that he is the head. Amen. If we are a headless body running around, we're in trouble. But today, we are not headless. The head of this body is Jesus Christ, and we have his word to go by. We have his word to stand on. We have his word that makes a difference in our lives. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. I'm going to pray that we be ready. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even if you're 9, 10, and still in elementary school, or if you're just becoming a teenager, praise God, you're going to be having in a readiness whatever I need. God, give us what we need today. Praise God. Give it to us in our minds. Give it to us in our hearts. Let us see it as we read the scriptures. Let us see it as we read, as we hear the preaching of the word of God. That we be ready, amen, to, to do what Jesus also did. Not just to revenge all disobedience, but as Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, we will destroy the works of the devil today. The works of the devil will be destroyed that we may be able to do your works. 
that we may be able to do your will. This is my prayer today for everyone listening. I thank God today this is going to change lives for the better. This is going to change lives in a way, praise God, a, transform a transformation takes place right now by the renewing of our minds, praise God. We're going to see ourselves for who we are, having been made, having, having amen, become your workmanship, praise God being shaped and molded within the palm of your hands, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for vessels of gold and vessels of silver. Praise God. Vessels of honor from this day forth. Praise God. We're not going to be running around, amen, vessels that are disposable. We're not paper plates. Amen. We're not paper cups. We're not even plastic cups, Lord. Make us gold and make us, make us those vessels of honor today, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. This is my prayer. Heavenly Father, I know you can do it. It's, we can see this is your will. Praise God. You have chosen my brother. You have chosen my sister. Listening to me, praise God. Those that are in front of me and those that are listening online. Amen. You have chosen. Let them realize and come to the understanding of what this choice means. Praise God. Not only to you, but what it means to them. That they may also, in the same manner, likewise, they may also consider, they may also reckon themselves, amen, dead to sin. Praise God. Amen. Alive because Jesus Christ has come to give us that life. And we intend to live that life prosperous. We intend to live that life blessed. We intend, praise God, to live that life healed, delivered. Amen. Life, praise God, in abundance from this day forward. Nothing is going to stop us. I don't care what the weapon is. I don't care what it is, what is being, what is being formed or what is being thought of in the, in the background somewhere, in the corners of governments, in the corners of society, in the corners of this culture. It doesn't matter what it is. Jesus Christ, amen, he that is in me is greater than those things, greater than any, anyone, anything that is in this world. And I thank God today, having this realization that the greater one is in me, the greater one is in my brother. The greater one is in my sister today. Praise God. And this is what makes the difference in who we are as we walk the face of this earth today. Praise God. We're not servants of sin. We're not slaves, amen, to have to do what sin wants us to do. Amen. We're not being forced to do what the devil wants us to do. Praise God. But it is with joy that we do your will. Praise God. It's with obedience that we seek to, seek to do thy will, Lord. Amen. It's not my will, but it is thy will be done. And I thank God today Praise God, amen, to be ready for when the devil comes, to be ready to quench those fiery darts. Hallelujah. Praise God. To bring down those strongholds, give us that equipment, praise God. Amen. Equip us with what we need. The sword of your spirit, praise God. Thank God for the sword, praise God. Hallelujah. The shield of faith, Lord, I thank God for it. Hallelujah. The faith which we have received today, this is what gives us access. This is what brings us to your grace. This is what brings us to the understanding of what grace is. How we are cleansed, amen, washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, praise God. So what do we say from today on? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Lord, I thank God that we can have this mind and this determination. Now if there be somebody that is repenting, that is calling upon you, that is asking you for the forgiveness of their sins. According to your word, Lord, you said you'd forgive. And I thank God today, praise God, as they make this decision, they're sorry for their sin. They're realizing that if they just keep on going, they die. So from this day forward, amen, to avoid death, 
We stay away from sin, and it's only possible through Jesus Christ. Amen. This is why he came into this world. We accept that truth, and we receive him into our lives. Give us power to be the sons of God, to be a daughter of God today. I thank God, amen, for this power right now that's entering the lives of those that are repenting. Want to make a difference? Want to live by your word. Praise God in Jesus' name. Sickness, praise God, amen. You're out the door with sin, amen. Infirmities, praise God. Whatever it is, amen, that is coming against our flesh and our body, Amen. Whatever the excuses are, it's, it, they're, they, they, there is no longer anything, praise God, that we need to go by that is contrary to your word of God because we have heard, now we know. Know ye not that we are the temples? Yes, now we know that we are the temples of the living God. And now we know that that life which is in us, we're going to live that life unto you, unto God. Amen. We're going to live this life unto the fullness which you have, amen, given to us unto the fullness which you have provided, amen, us through Jesus Christ, praise God. Hallelujah. And as we read the scriptures, as he died unto sin once, praise God, and now he lives unto you, even so, praise God. Likewise, in the same manner, my brother shall consider himself. My sister shall consider herself. My young brother shall consider himself. My young sister shall consider herself. Praise God. I thank God today as we look around, praise God, and we see those that are Christ's, and we recognize, amen, the body of Christ, praise God, amen, our temperament changes, our attitude will change, praise God. The way we treat our flesh is going to change in Jesus' name. We're not going to accept the, the things that this world has to offer, amen, certainly, amen, that, that there is no peace in it. All it is is destruction. All it is is an imagination that we will cast down, thinking that we can have or achieve or obtain something that this world has to offer. The devil, amen, devil, you are a liar. Praise God. Knowing that the devil is a liar, from this day forth, we go on with your truth, God. Praise God. I thank you for it which we have received. Praise God. I thank God for Jesus Christ, the word, amen, which we have received today again. Praise God. It makes a difference in who we are. It makes a difference in who we think we are. It makes a difference because we know who we are because of your son, Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ. No one else. Praise God. Now unto that repentant, that sinner, amen, that's making their, their change in their life today. Praise God. Old things are passed away. All things become new. Give them a mind to serve you. Give that person the love which they need to fall in love with every word, praise God, that proceedeth out of your mouth, to be obedient, no longer servants of unrighteousness, from iniquity to iniquity to iniquity to sin to sin to trespass to disobedience, and it just goes on and on and on and on until we die. Lord, death has been conquered, praise God. I thank God for those that are born again today, souls which are being added to the kingdom of God. I give you the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, thank God for the message which we heard today. Thank God for all my brothers and sisters who have spent this time with us together as the body of Christ. And we have received from you today. I give you the praise and the glory for it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. Amen and amen. If you made this decision today, amen. Or if you're still waiting, say, okay, now he prayed, now what? It's not too late. Amen. This is the day. Now is the time. Praise God. Don't put this off any longer. Sin is followed by death, so I don't know when that happens. Amen. I don't know when your, your last breath is. Hopefully, you still have time to call upon God, 
to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and the same shall be saved. You need to confess Jesus Christ. Look at what Jesus Christ has come to do. Amen. God chose you for a reason. Amen. And look at what Jesus Christ has come to do for you and I today. Praise God. Accept it and receive for as many as received him to them. He gave power to become the sons of God. So I want you to receive Jesus Christ. Accept this message that we have received. I know it goes against the grain of, of, of teachings and of religion today, but I thank God today, praise God, that we're not looking to be religious. We're looking to live the life which Jesus Christ has come to give you and I. So I want you to live it. It's there. Here's the, here's the book of life right there for you. Amen. Read it and become a doer of it, and walk by faith until Jesus comes. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening to That's the Truth. Until the next time, I love you all. And remember, praise God, be ready, be ready, be ready to what the Bible says, to revenge what we read. Be ready to revenge all disobedience. Praise God. And thank God for the life which we can live. Praise God. Until Jesus comes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I love you. Until the next time, praise God. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.